the Almost Perfect Podcast. Welcome to the Almost Perfect Podcast. You know who I am, you know what this is. I'm not going to give you the whole intro since this is a bonus episode. And as you know, that means you actually get less out of it. Because uh, there's also no guest this week, unfortunately. But I do think I've got a pretty good excuse this time. Unfortunately, last week Friday, my gran had a stroke. And so, yeah, this last week has kind of been dedicated to dealing with that whole thing. <laughs> and so, yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't able to schedule an interview. And I don't think I would have been in the right headspace to be able to really <laughs> interview someone at the moment. Although throughout this pandemic and throughout all the horrible shit that's been happening uh, in my family <laughs> and, you know, in my personal life at times, I guess, it has been a wonderful distraction to be able to focus on someone else in their life for a little bit when I have these conversations. So yeah, this, this podcast has definitely been something that's helped keep me going over the last year. It feels like forever, like it feels like life has always been this way, but I know it hasn't and I know it's not going to be. I know eventually this period of my life will will close. Um, how it closes and when is uh, to be determined, but yeah, I know it's just about grinning and bearing it and just getting through the hard times, you know, um, but yeah, the stroke thing has been, you know, well, it's a terrifying experience, just absolutely horrific, and I'm just, my gran is okay, she's um, back home now, she was in hospital for about four or five days, I think, it was until from the Friday to the Tuesday, and yeah, just when it happened, like, you're saying my heart sank doesn't even describe like how it felt it's more like an anvil like got dropped in my heart and that just yeah sunk me all the way to hell but yeah so what happened was throughout Friday morning my grand was complaining about some pains in her chest and you know we googled and we checked to make sure you're not having a heart attack did all the different things checked all the different symptoms um and yeah figured cool it's not that she thought it was probably just a panic attack and then we called her doctor to try and, you know, be like, yo, do we need to come in? What's the deal here? But it's, he didn't answer, left a message with the receptionist to call us back. And like two hours later, hadn't called us back. And my gran had a stroke. Um, I was actually chilling here in my office here at her house. And she was talking to the woman who runs the garden service that my gran hires. And all of a sudden, the woman starts shouting for me, just starts calling my name and is saying my grand's non-responsive. And then I come in and the whole right side of her face is lopsided and her arm, her right arm and her right leg are like just paralyzed. And yeah, she, she wasn't really there. Like she wasn't very aware of who she was or what was going on, which is just the most terrifying thing. And so I obviously quickly called family, I called uh, ambulance and sorted all of that out and just quickly Googled all the things to do when someone's having a stroke. 
And yeah, um, ambulance came. The guys were amazing. I had to help them. <laughs> the other only two guys, and yeah, I had to help them carry my grand up the driveway because of the stairs and ugh, annoying. But yeah, so grand got to hospital, and turns out she had a blood clot that made its way through her body and into her brain. And thankfully, it doesn't seem to have any permanent. Um, effects in terms of brain damage or anything like that or any physical effects like that although my gran is feeling a lot weaker and hasn't yeah really been herself this last week she's quite depressed quite anxious quite overwhelmed by everything and yeah it's a it's a very overwhelming thing for her I mean she lost her husband after a long battle with skin cancer you know, this pandemic has also been hard on her because she hasn't been able to interact with people, you know, she hasn't been able to grieve with anyone. Like, it's just me and then family who calls and stuff. But yeah, she hasn't been able to necessarily enjoy her retirements because she only retired last year at the age of like 79. <laughs> she loved her job and she misses her job. Yeah, man, this has all been so fucking much on her. And yeah, so my goals these days are just to try and keep her alive, like for as long as possible. Although this has prompted the speeding up of a lot of different things. So I'm going to try to sell the house privately, like just as quickly as possible. As soon as the estate is wound up and stuff, because the house is in my grandfather's name. Yeah, and then my grand's going to move to Joburg and live with my mom. They're going to get a house together and because they've got animals and everything like that. And so my grand can't get a flat because she's got a dog and two cats. And my mom's got two dogs and two cats. So they're going to love living together. They really are. Like, they both like so many of the same things. Like, they're going to watch CSI every night, followed by like law and order special victims units followed up by like air crash investigations and they'll both be knitting with their cheap wool that they've managed to find at you know little bargain stores in weird places so um, I'm excited for them that yeah they're gonna get to do that and also my mom used to be a nurse when she was younger so she's got a lot of the skills necessary to look after someone that I might not necessarily have <laughs> like I think I'm doing a pretty decent job here where I can but you I've been placed into a lot of situations over the course of the last five months since my grand first got hit by a car <laughs> which is where a lot of this period of things um, started yeah since then I've learned a hell of a lot about the human body about aging, about pain, about life and death and just all the things and <laughs> all this whilst the pandemic is going on around me. I've lost friends and I oh, just so fucking much. But we will get through it, some of us. <laughs> Fortunately, not all of us. But we will get through it and there will be good times again. I just don't fucking know when they're going to be like I genuinely haven't been able to relax in quite some time but I'm grateful that my family is very supportive like they've helped me out back in the day and even now quite a lot and they've all come together to do something quite remarkable for me so 
when I do eventually go back home and try to lead my own life again, yeah, they've helped me out quite a bit with that. So I'm very grateful for this. The cool thing about this is it has really brought my family together and we weren't necessarily like we've never been like, you know, we've never hated each other. But personally, I felt very misunderstood and very much like my family didn't dig me or, you know, get me. And I still don't think they necessarily get me, but I think they accept me now and they appreciate that. Yeah, I'm willing to, yeah, do things like this. Yeah, so that's uh, that's why <laughs> there's no guest on this week, unfortunately. Also, I wanted to tell you that my grand and I watched um, A Foreign Affair which is written and directed by Billy Wilder, who wrote Sunset Boulevard, he wrote The Apartment, he wrote Some Like It Hot. And yo, what an amazing film. I really, I loved it. It's with Gene Arthur and Marlene Dietrich. And I can't remember the dude's name, but I didn't really like him too much anyway. Uh, Gene Arthur is amazing. I loved her. She was so, so dope. And I just, I mean, the writing was so good. It was such a harrowing look at post-war Berlin and it's meant to be like kind of light-hearted comedy but the reality of things you're definitely it's put things in a certain light that I appreciated like just about the American troops and how they were lecherous essentially and I think for Molina and for Billy Wilder because I think Billy also came from Germany I might be wrong there but I know Malena came from Germany and, you know, to go back and to be a part of a film that she's side by side with Hitler and all of that must have been quite intense for her. So great film. I recommend checking it out. It's probably like 60 years old at this point, maybe 70 odd years old, uh, but you can find it on the Internet. And yeah, that was great because my grand loved it as well and got to hear stories about her youth. And just, yeah, dalliances with boys and kisses and all of that. So, yeah, it hasn't it hasn't been all bad. There's actually been, like, some good times uh, this week. That was quite fun. But, yeah, in general, that's been the thing that's been front and center of my mind and taking up a lot of my energy. And I haven't, like, it's weird. Like, only now am I really, like, yo, dude, like... You, you've actually been through quite a lot. Like, you know, I keep trying to shrug it off. I keep trying to just be like, you know, nothing's happening to you. It's all just happening around you. But that is uh, what they call emotional labor, I think. I think. And it does have its effects. And I haven't been able to really be productive lately. And I've wanted to be, but that's also so silly. But I guess it's, you know, wanting to be distracted from the reality. But the reality is too overwhelming so i can't <laughs> create stuff really like i've been trying to write some things i've been trying to learn some things been trying to upskill and everything like that and yeah it's 10 minutes at a time if i'm lucky i get to like do stuff and actually create but it's fine i mean like i say this is just a period hopefully i mean it is it is i know it is and yeah, eventually I'll be a full creative self. And I'm sure some of you might feel similarly just because of this pandemic and just because, yeah, man, keep seeing people doing such dope stuff. 
like yo my peers are incredible sometimes and then i just keep seeing all these like rad things that they're putting out there and here i am like working on a short film that is i mean it's been 20 pages it's been 12 pages it's been 15 pages <laughs> uh it's yeah but i can't figure out what the one fucking character wants and so for like three months i'm like <laughs> writing and not writing and doing the same shit over and over again like just removing lines like for a short film that like probably no one they might not even get made who knows but that like even if it does get made like 20 people are gonna see and yet yeah i'm just puzzling and it is what it is but god damn what it is sucks hey 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 how are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that this feels a little one-sided i'm not gonna lie i'm sorry for putting this all on you but if you're not there for it if you don't have the spoons for it i don't actually know what that means i haven't read the literature on it but i see people using the terminology um but yeah if you don't have the spoons for it i assume you would have logged off you would have unplayed you would have clicked the stop button um i have actually once again like 10 minutes at a time been working on the newsletter the february newsletter for the almost perfect uh, podcast well, it's not really for the podcast it's just for the almost perfect brand yeah where i give a recommendation on other uh well what to listen to what to watch and what to play so those are the things and this month they are well this month last month they are all <laughs> recommendations from back in the day hella nostalgics the vibes we got a game from 1999 we have got an album from 2002 and we've got a movie from 2006. So we are going to get nostalgic as fuck in the newsletter, which should be out a little bit later today. If I can find enough little 10 minute uh, intervals to quickly write a sentence or two and then feel like, you know, I can't do anything else. Um, and then come back to an hour and have that do that just over and over and over again until the fucking thing is finished. But it's mostly done. It's mostly there. So newsletter will be coming at you a little bit later um what else we can we can what else can we talk about oh uh, fuck i okay you know it's really been like i'm a big advocate of let people hate things this has been my stance for years because i get frustrated by the whole shh let people enjoy things like sure enjoy your thing like that's fine like i'm not gonna stop you like i get if someone's like you're you're shit for liking this thing fuck you then yeah that's out of line but if you're like yo this thing is good and someone else is like nah i think that thing is bad they're not yucking your yum they're just stating their fucking opinion you were like yo i like this thing this thing is good because of this and they were like i don't like this thing this thing is not good because of this like that's a totally fucking reasonable exchange how does them not liking the thing affect you liking the thing just keep liking your thing you know you know but the thing that irritates me is the same people who are like, shh, let people enjoy things are the same people who shit on people who like things that they don't like, but they don't see it. They don't see their own fucking actions. They're just, <laughs> yeah, it's just if someone doesn't like their basic ass shit, like The Office, because it's only people who like The Office who ever share that fucking meme, that shh, let people enjoy things. It's only them because they feel ashamed for lacking something so average and they want to have this little defense but uh yeah those same fucking people will shit on like someone like jürgen teller 
Like Jürgen Teller, who's just phenomenal artist, takes banging fucking photos that is just above the level of what you basic fucks understand. And then <laughs> you go and you hate on shit like that. But then you tell other people not to, you know, take away your joy, not to shit on your things. Meanwhile, you're all busy dunking on someone who created genuinely good fucking photos. Like, if you don't understand that, I'm sorry, you just don't understand, like, visual fucking art. Quite simply, <laughs> it's that fucking simple. Like, because those photos are well composed, fucking framing is fucking fantastic, lighting is mostly banging, yes, it does look a bit flat, that's the whole fucking point of the thing, it's meant to look like that, it's not meant to be this oversaturated fucking pseudo HDR fucking hyper-reality bullshit, that's the whole fucking point, and, you know, that just washes over people's heads, and that's fine, because guess what? Doesn't change the fact that I like the photos. Doesn't change the fact that I think they're fucking banging. It just means that you're a fucking idiot. That's all. That's all. And that's okay. Because you weren't letting people enjoy things. It's your fucking bad. It's all your fault. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that, man. But it is like just this weird... I don't know, man. Like It is this weird thing about being on the internet these days. It's like... Even me, you know, I don't see my own hypocrisies. There's probably many in the last like 17 minutes uh, that I've been talking here. But <laughs> it does just like frustrate me that while people will just dunk on shit that they don't understand, at the same time, they'll reject real criticism of the stuff that they enjoy and take it as a personal attack on them. Like being like, because that's the thing, like people are like, not liking things isn't a personality. Well, liking things isn't a personality either. Like just because you like The Office. And once again, it's only people who like The Office who are like this. So that's why I'm keeping on about it. But I'm sorry to tell you, but sharing The Office memes all day is not a personality either. Fucking, you know, telling people all the shit you like all day is not a personality either. That's, you know, a construction of a fucking facade that you put onto other people to make them like you because you like the same things that they like and you're all trying to just fucking put out these signals to each other. And I say you all, but I do it as well, just with different things to each other saying, hey, please like me because I like the same things as you. Look at it, please, please. We're the same, aren't we? I need connection. I need some human fucking connection and I'm doing it through memes of average fucking TV shows and dunking on real fucking art because I don't understand visual literacy. <sighs> cool. Uh, so this podcast was brought to you by you, which means you can go to patreon.com forward slash almost perfect and subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. You do that, I will send you a pack of stickers, five stickers in total, the almost perfect stickers. Um, yeah, I, I would assume that they would be, you would assume that they would be almost perfect stickers, wouldn't you? But that's what they are. They're coming at you if you join the almost perfect Patreon and there's a few different levels there, including the $10 tier, which is the titular titles tier. Now, this is a tier where you get to be a part of the cast and crew right here at Almost Perfect Media. You're the reason why I say we instead of ah sometimes, instead of just there. You know, I could have, I should have, I should have said why we say we. We, we. 
Uh, anyway, shout outs to the Chief Sales Officer of Subtle Heresies in the Greater Oberberg region. That would be Rousseau. Shout outs to Julian, who is the king. Shout outs to Stephen Olafia, who is His Excellency President for Lafield Marshal, VC, DSO, MC, Lord of all the Beasts of the Earth, and Fishers of the Seas, and Conqueror of the British Empire in Africa in general, and certain parts of Kwazulu-Natal in particular. Oh, something slightly less pretentious, like Executive Producer. Uh, we've also got Vishendra Nadu, who is the Spiritual Advisor. And then we have got our resident pantsless weasel, which is Tyron Love. So shout out to all of you. Thank you for keeping the podcast alive, keeping the dream alive, keeping things going. Because your this last year has just been quite something. And yeah, your constant support has definitely allowed me to at least focus on this. You know, at least have this fucking thing. At least have this... Yeah, whatever, whatever this thing is, at least I got this, you know, at least I got you, at least, yeah, at least we got each other, so shout outs to you for listening to all of this so far as well, I really appreciate it, I know it's been quite a lot to just dump on you, but I can't afford therapy, so this is what we're doing now. This is where it's at. Next week, we will be back to regular scheduled programming. I've got some wonderful guests lined up, some very interesting guests who I don't necessarily know some of these people that well, some of the people that I'm reaching out to and asking for interviews because I need to do that. I need to expand my range. I can't just be chatting to people who, you know, I've had tequilas with back in the day. Like I've got to chat to some people who I'm going to have tequilas with in the future. And so we can we can get ahead of that by inviting them on the podcast. Um, I do once again want to just say thank you so much for listening to all of this and for being there over the last two years, wherever you joined along the journey. It has been you're quite quite something, man. Um I am proud of myself for keeping at it, for continuing, even though the rewards haven't necessarily always been there. But that's because I know that you are listening and, you know, that's, that's enough. That's all I need. I get to have these conversations. I get to learn so fucking much about the people around me, about the cool fucking creative minds in this country. I get to find all this shit out for myself. And then you get to tell me what you thought about it and you get to learn from it and you get to feel a little less alone from it too. And with all of that together, man, I don't know. I don't think I could ever stop doing this, even if like it does take quite a bit more work than you ever would think, especially nowadays that I'm trying to get the edits to be as tight as possible, get rid of a lot of different things. You, you will hopefully do and don't notice it. Like if you're used to listen to the podcast two years ago, you should definitely notice uh, a lot of differences in the sound quality these days and even in how the conversation sounds. And that's because I am a lot more meticulous with removing certain things. Although I'm still not a sound engineer. I'm still not an editor. Like This isn't what I do. I do it just for this one thing once a week, every week, most of the time. I don't think I've got anything else to tell you. You know the deal. There's mugs. They're 100 rand. 10 rand from each sale goes to Sasonke. Sasonke is an organization that is working to decriminalize sex work in South Africa. And you can check them out at sasonke.org.za. I look forward to chatting to you guys again next week. 
and hopefully being in a slightly better place and having a bit more entertainment and a bit more value <laughs> from a guest for you. Other than that, so I hope uh, you have a good weekend. Hope you have a good week coming up. And yeah, man, I hope to see you on the other side of all of this one day.